0: Oh my God. I am so happy to be back. Uh, Just this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday here in LA launching the fourth season of Cat on the Loose. It's been a while. So I hope you guys miss me half as much as I missed you. And I am starting the season with a super special, not a guest, But that's the surprise this season. An amazing, fabulous co-host slash sidekick slash BFF. A girl that I love so much. You guys that follow me on Instagram must have seen her by now. Dylan, also known as Billion Dylan. Hi, Dylan. (laughs) Hi, Kat. It's so amazing to have you here with me to kick off this season for... Oh, Kat on the loose. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So I'm in L.A., You were in LA with me for a few weeks, now you're back in Miami, so we are doing this via Zoom, by coastal which is great because we can have the perspective of dating on two different coasts, so (laughs) so let's start with that because you and I were talking about it off the air. You were here with me in LA for like a month, but you are an East Coast girl. And I am completely 1 million percent a West Coast girl. And I think that's probably the main reason why Miami never worked out for me very well. The question I have for you is, did you feel a difference on the dating scene? Because remember, I used to tell you that I thought it was so much harder dating in Florida, blah, blah, blah. Did you think that did you agree with me or how was your first impression of dating here in L.A.?
1: Oh, well, my first impression, um, it's different there for sure. Um, there's a, it's a little bit colder, um, but people are also more real. (laughs) I noticed that, you know, for me, like if you want to take me out, we've We've established some form of trust where I'm comfortable with you in the car for you to come pick me up, right? You know, I always have my taser, in tow anyway. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I have to tell people that the girl comes armed and dangerous <laughs> with a flashlight that is actually a taser. <laughs> so you're like I'm all prepared. going to get it through customs now? <laughs> in case the guy's a creepo, you're not afraid
1: exactly exactly so you know i think that's fine i would expect you know i'm not gonna uh meet up with you whatever it's it's, it's like it's not a business meeting you know what I mean? right and so i think i like to be picked up like a lady i don't know it's just what i I'm, what I'm you like to be picked up,
0: up right on the first date yes yeah that's something we talked about because to me I don't want to be picked up by someone I don't know. Like the first time, yeah. I kind of rather meet them at the place. But you said, no, just freaking pick
1: me up. Yeah, like <laughs> girls on the West Coast are like, you know, they they want to meet people. They want to vet them before they are in the car with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I think I think the car ride is an important first step. <laughs> you got to see if they're going to get your door for you. You know, the kind of effort they're going to make, right? And what kind of man they are, I think you can tell maybe in the first five minutes how the conversation goes, you know, if they're, if they're battering you with questions or if they're just, you know, slow and chill and talking to you. Well, no, let's
0: just say you're on a first date with some dude like you were here in Miami, in Miami, no, in LA, sorry, you don't know the city all that well. And then, okay, he gets the door for you. He picks you up. What if you get in the guy's car and he's an absolute douche or you hate him or something? Then you're stuck in his car.
1: That's a good point. Um, You are stuck in his car, I guess, (laughs) knowing red lights you could jump out at. But for me, um, even if he's an absolute douche, at some point it becomes, okay, this is going to be part of the screenplay, right? (laughs) This is just pure entertainment or it's going to be part of the podcast later. So I think you can kind of um, trudge through it because if guy is going to take you out. He's going to take you to dinner. Mm-hmm. He's going to pick you up. You know, there's going to be tablecloths there and silverware. I think that, like, there's, there's an element of chivalry that's there. At yeah. least at some point he was raised right. At some point he figured it out, right? <laughs>
0: So, but did you think that dating here was easier? Like that the men were more of a gentleman and nicer than Miami? Or you didn't see a difference at all?
1: Um... I, I would say that they were definitely less thirsty,
0: <laughs> thirsty.
1: for sex <laughs> and more thirsty for a relationship. Yeah, like they take their time out, a
0: little oh, more, right?
1: What?
0: <laughs> they take their time a little more to get to know you instead of just jumping on you the first date.
1: Definitely, but also on the first date, they'll throw some carrots out there like, oh, I'm going to Breckenridge for, you know, I'm going to Colorado skiing, you know, I have a cabin there or something like that. They throw these little, like, carrots, like, okay, you know, we haven't, you know, my wife's not even here yet and you're telling me about your place in Colorado, you know, it's almost like. Insecurity, but everyone almost was like has some ties to, to skiing in Colorado, <laughs> and that was like the carrot they chose. Uh, in Miami, I guess it's Bahamas, <laughs>
0: yeah. In Miami, I think that most people in general just want to party. That's the feeling I had there when I was living there and I wanted to date. I felt that many times they kind of lie to you that they want to take you on a date, that they want to take you out to dinner. But they really just want to bang you at the end of the night. They're full of shit. And like you said, I think here in L.A., and when I tell people that they think I'm crazy because they, they see Hollywood as this fake land of a lot of crazy people and actors, but I actually think people here are more real. When they take you on a date, like you said, they actually want to talk to you, have a conversation, uh, find out about you, take you to dinner. Not necessarily like, oh, my God, I got to get banged, bang her tonight. Do you agree?
1: I would definitely agree with that. Yes. Culturally, it's extremely different. I would (laughs) say, um, yeah, it's not, it's not about that really. And um, it's not so like tit for tat and yeah, guys in Miami, they definitely, that's all, that's all that they're interested in. They'll be with like a girl they'll be with their mother, their kid, whatever. They don't care. They'll check you out, you know? And in LA, you don't see that at all like at all. Yeah, I, re-
0: I actually I remember like I remember you mentioned that a few times and I was kind of laughing when I said it cuz you were you were saying that you walk on the streets and of course you're gorgeous. You you look like Cameron Diaz, you look like a supermodel. If you guys don't know what she looks like, go to my Instagram. You're going to find her there. Um and you <laughs> many times you would come home and say cat. The guys don't look at me they don't like come on and i'm saying well that's because i think in miami they're just you're literally walking on the street and and they drew all over you (laughs) and here they're a little more subdued and but to you it was kind of shocking right you thought it was something wrong with you but they're just trying to be a little more
1: respectful (laughs) exactly exactly and like i've been on the other side of it too so i'm not saying like that i want that of course i don't want that i don't think it's appropriate at all but I've been on the other side of that, where if you have a boyfriend in Miami, right, you catch one, right? It's like you have a trophy, you got this hot, tall guy <laughs> in your arm, you know, and these girls are like, are checking them out, right? And then like, sometimes depending on the guy, right, I've evolved, but in the past, they would like check out the girls too, or be fleeting, flirting with the witches at dinner, or whatever it may be. And it's, um, it's almost like a trophy here to have a guy or to be in a relationship but in LA it's the norm. So here I think being single is what is like the norm. That's what everybody wants. That's what everybody eventually comes back to. But in yeah. LA, it's more like if you're not you're not coupled up, then you're you're out. You know, it's like a City Hawkins <laughs> dance or something.
0: So true. So um <laughs> the month that you were here, can we talk a little bit about I think you went on a few dates, right? With one yeah, person. How was that? I went on
1: a few dates with a few different people. You know, you got to keep the rotation. You got to keep it. <laughs> the <was> rotation.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You're too funny.
1: can catch feelings too soon, right? Did you know, um, Dylan,
0: that you're the only girl that ever came on the show that ever said that her favorite dating app is Tinder? You're the only girl. Really? Yes. You're the only girl that ever said that all the girls always go for Bumble or something else. You're the only Tinder
1: that's so funny that you mentioned that actually because I was just thinking about earlier today I was thinking about how you, uh, how, I, I actually switched from Tinder to Bumble while I was in LA. Oh, you did? Because it was all, yeah, you, know, ah. you don't go for an actor and you know, <laughs> and in Miami, it's models, right? Yes. The you know, ones, they're models. Yes. In LA, the
0: bro corny ones, they're actors, yes. you know,
1: or aspiring, whatever. Yes. Um, Nothing against actors, by the
0: way, let's do a parenthesis here, because I have a lot of actor friends, but I oh, just, yeah,
1: not, yeah, you didn't say
0: that. Yeah, I, no, I did. I, 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 I own it, but <laughs> but I personally wouldn't date an actor because I just think it's too complicated, but so no, that's just not, but I love them as friends.
1: <laughs> and that's why they always date each other, like in Hollywood, right? They always end up with each other. Cause it's like a lifestyle maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I noticed, I noticed that I noticed it's a lot of actors. Also Tinder headquarters is in LA.
0: Oh, it is. I <laughs> so didn't I even know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw a few that were like, um, that, like one that said you know their job at, I, I forgot if it was bumble or tinder but they had their job as tinder and they were like just testing the app <laughs> Yeah, Tinder. of course <laughs> that was his whole bio just testing the app and i thought that was so funny you know what i mean
0: <laughs> i don't know if i would put out there uh that my job was at tinder if i worked at tinder would you <laughs>
1: I mean, it was like a coder. It's, it's all like coders. I actually looked into it to see if they were interested in influencers or anything like that, or mm-hmm. any creative things, which they are a little bit, but yeah, I don't know if I, I would work for Tinder, but i spent so much time on it. that I, I mean, I should be on payroll.
0: I know. Right. We, yeah. Technically we are testing it all the time. I get asked that question all the freaking time. If I am on these dating apps for research purposes for the podcast, and of course, the answer is no, I was on the dating apps because I wanted to meet someone. I'm a believer in the fairy tale and I'm a believer in love. And I think it's it can happen. You know, I know people that met their soulmate or their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their husband on, on these apps. Definitely. And now that
1: we've put it all, up, now that we're putting it all out, there, <laughs> we're going to have to hold a funeral for our dating life. <laughs>
0: I know. So you met some dude here in L.A. through Bumble. Mm -hmm. And how was that? Was he nice?
1: He was very nice. uh, Very honest with me, which I like. Um, Wouldn't normally be like my type, but I'll tell you the whole story. So I'm on this (laughs) app, whatever. And like I go sometimes if I'm bored or whatever, you know. So like it's not like a... It's not something I need. Actually, I prefer my own company <laughs> most of the time. I know. But I I'm on this app and whatever I go and you know and you have twenty-four hours for them to respond. And I actually recently learned a hack where if you comment on one of their photos oh. and they have twenty-four hours to respond. So oh, if you pass really? the profile photo you can scroll. I did
0: not know that. So it. that's a good tip for our listeners. So can you explain that again? So uh- sure yeah because i'm not good at bumble so explain it to oh. the girls out there
1: okay so tinder you kind of have to like tap through the photos bumble you have to scroll up or down which you it's a learning curve so you can actually like less swipe on somebody that's hot when you're trying to see more um but once you scroll up past the first photo you'll see like more photos and weird little blog style bio whatever uh-huh. um And then if there's a a way to react to their photo, there's like a little like button in one of the bottom left or right corner. And if you hold it down, you can react and send it to like one of five emojis. And if you send those emojis, then instead of it being on you, whenever you should match, right? It's on them and they have 24. Uh,
0: So can you do that without ever sending like a message? Just like yeah.
1: oh like just see?
0: going through their profile uh-huh you
1: react and then you like it and then they have time I guess reacting is an automatic like and then they have time to respond
0: awesome you guys heard it here major bumble <laughs> insider tip <laughs> I loved. <that. laughs> why did you say this guy wasn't your type um... I met him for like two seconds and I thought he was cute he was nice
1: i i like really tall guys i like really uh i like guys that are like super macho that like super have it together that know what they want um that are like you know that are just like strong (laughs) right yeah smarter than me older than me wiser than me so this guy was a lot older
0: than you by the way right can we say that yeah you're 28 and yeah. he was like in his 40s yeah so that's a good age difference 25. yeah <laughs> i yeah. always like uh, guys a little bit older than me too yeah
1: one of my best relationships i was like 23 and he was 38 and like it just there was no more can i curse on here yeah of course <laughs> there was no worth of no with him you know uh-huh. it was like he's getting me flowers he's got it together he's got a cleaning lady my job cleaning goes with his, you know. It's like she had a cleaning things, lady. That's right? like
0: adult shit, right? <laughs> and the cleaning lady, she didn't
1: think I knew Spanish, so she always like try and hide some. Like she always try and like tell me something. But... Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's really too funny! funny. The <laughs> lady and I go way back. I wish I wish you would come clean my place.
0: <laughs> I know. In general, I agree because I think men just take longer to mature and go through certain phases in life. And yeah, usually if you meet an older guy, he has his shit together. That being said, they also come with a lot of baggage. Many of them are divorced and have kids and da 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 da, da. So you got to be careful that you don't get tangled up in some kind of a relationship or situationship with some dude that doesn't have his marriage, whatever the hell, resolved. Before you, that's the only thing I would say about dating an older guy.
1: Exactly, definitely, you want to make sure, like, yeah, that like they
0: don't have a lot of baggage, right? <laughs> so and let's you
1: get sure, first of all that they're not married.
0: Still. Oh my god! Yeah, so... how do you how? Well, I mean, I think it's hard to lie nowadays, isn't it? With all the googling and the social media and the information, how would they lie about that?
1: Yeah, but in California, records are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> For record, they're sealed in California, so you can't see the details. Oh. Um, so it's harder, like even property, you can't look up somebody, you know, in Florida, you can look up uh the property appraiser and find out if it's really their house. You know, all sorts of things you can do in the East Coast. And you can't in California you can snoop a all... little more. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but still most people who are married, they have some kind of a life like let's say the wife or the kids um, post on social media. You know, it's a little harder to to hide your life. And at some point you want to go to the dude's house. Right.
1: And yes, it's so true. And I have a saying uh, that I came up with myself, and it's that the first wife always gets the last lap. Right? And it's so <laughs> true because it's always, even if they're divorced, they're over, they've been divorced for ten years or they got married for green card, whatever. it may be it's always that, oh, my ex-wife this, oh, my ex-wife, they're always on their mind, always, always, You always. think
0: so? I think, yeah, I think if they have yeah. kids with the ex-wife, yeah, of course, the ex-wife is always going to be a part of their lives to a certain extent, but the key is to find a man who's completely resolved. I don't want to date a guy who has feelings for the ex-wife, that's for sure. I, I, yeah,
1: I don't even know if it's feelings, and I don't know if kids are necessary. I feel like it's like, that's the first person that got them to like commit right it's not it's like stronger than their first love right it's like their first ceremony that is such a good point <laughs> i never so thought funny.
0: about that yeah it's yeah. a commitment so you don't think they ever get over the 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 first wife i mean a lot of men seem to be fine
1: well statistically people and i always remind them of this <laughs> just, like whenever they bring up marriage or whatever on the first date or on the car ride to the first date I'm like, you know, actually, since you were married, you're statistically more likely to to get married than I am. Because people that are uh, have been married before are 50% more likely to remarry. And then it, it increases exponentially with a third and fourth marriage.
0: See, there you go. So See? the more so you get mar- married, so statistically, the more people get married, the more they want to get married. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I would think it's the opposite. Like if you get married and it doesn't work, you're like super gun shy about doing it again. I don't know. Just me. That's just me. So Dylan, let's get down to the nitty gritty. You were dating this dude in LA. Uh, You said he wasn't your type, but you went on a bunch of dates with him.
1: Well, he reached out to me on social media. Oh, okay. He found me on social media and reached out to me and was like consistently messaging me, and so I'm like, damn, like I guess I'll give him a chance, right? <laughs> Lots of compliments, whatever. I'm a sucker for compliments, dude. I'm giving the, I'm giving the listeners a playbook here. Who <laughs> <Yes>. isn't? <laughs> what woman? Like
0: <laughs> and I have to say like to one them. thing that I liked about this guy that is that he was taking it to nice places. Like to me. It has nothing to do with the money, but I agree with you. Like if a guy plans a date, and like he, especially if he knows you're not from LA, and he picks a super nice restaurant, a super cool place, I think it's a pretty amazing gesture, don't you think so? And sometimes, yeah, like, uh, to me, it's like they totally gain me big time if they make a plan, if they invite me to dinner. I really don't like. When a guy sends me a message like oh do you want to meet over coffee you know like do you want to yeah, meet, do you want a a meet in the middle too. of the afternoon over i'm gonna coffee? be
1: hungry after a glass
0: of wine yeah like oh, make an effort i know make an effort <laughs> a glass if- of wine
1: then you're on your own bitch. like no i'm not putting on makeup <laughs>
0: for that i know i never go on coffee dates i refuse i think look if you want to meet me like for coffee in the middle of the afternoon i don't even want to i don't even want to bother yeah,
1: like do i bring a do i bring a pitch deck like are you are you interested in solar <laughs> you know like that's a, that to me is a business meeting Any lunch whatever well
0: um, i would do lunch i like lunch dates i do you don't like lunch dates
1: i like brunch dates not lunch dates. <laughs> brunch there's dates. a difference brunch Uh, brunch Um, brunch is lunch on the weekend yeah and
0: brunch usually has alcohol involved
1: exactly bingo
0: yeah well I like any kind of date that the guy actually plans goes through the trouble of making a little bit of an effort you know make a freaking effort and I felt as your friend that this guy was at least making an effort to take you to nice places he
1: definitely did you know and then there's the old question of like, do you want still or sparkling? I'm like, I kind of want both. You know, I felt comfortable telling them that I always want both. Right. Like, how do I decide? Like the, the gas opens your stomach, as my European friends taught me. Right. So you need it to eat. Right. Um, but then the still is like, you know, you can chug it and stay hydrated on a nice hot day. Out in the...
0: So you're like one of you. I never heard anybody in my life do that, but whatever. <laughs>
1: And then they're like, do you want to mix it? I'm like, what he mixes these two? Bring me two glasses, a lime for the sparkling, a lemon for the still. Come on. This is not my first rodeo. Let I'm me have my first. water.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I ordered that and then he he approved it. So what I liked is, uh, and I very much like this, is that they would say, like, what do you, the waiter would come, whatever. What do you guys want? Right. And then he'd look at me and he'd say, what do you want? And I'm like, okay, so I tell him and then he tells the waiter, you know, the waiter can hear right there. I like that. I think that's a
0: gentleman. Yeah, I always loved when men order my food. I think it's super romantic. And I know I'm going to get a lot of messages from the girls out there. Oh, my God, this is so old-fashioned. I love these tiny gestures. Like you said, even if the waiter is, because this is in the past, a million years ago, women were not supposed to talk to the waiter was the guy that made the order. And I know it sounds stupid, but I think, yeah, but I think it's like, just so romantic. If the guy picks the food or if he picks the appetizer, you know, I just love that. I'm a sucker for old fashioned gestures.
1: I concur. I entirely concur. (laughs) And like, Yeah, I I like the old-fashioned stuff, right? My grandparents are married like 70 years or something. Wow. 68 years, you know? Um, And women live longer, right? So we're going to be alone in the end, you know? So we might as well. (laughs) We're
0: going to be with our dogs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. I really like that.
0: But there was, so you went on a bunch of really nice dates with this guy. To a few nice places around town let's get into the subject of uh, sex because this was one of the most controversial things that i ever talked about on the podcast in the past uh you're dating someone new it's the famous withholding question do you withhold do you not do you follow your instincts do you wait a bunch of dates do you play the look yeah <laughs> do you play this card did you were you playing a game or you didn't have sex with this dude because you weren't attracted enough to him
1: i'm not playing a game uh ever but it's really interesting that you brought that up because uh i have one of my friends right in miami which was kind of what turned me off of miami because they like you know i have friends in high places right it's definitely one of the actual wealthiest people in town not just like says that they're wealthy right you know and um he was telling me like, Dylan, why aren't you on these websites, like every girl your age in their 20s are on these, these websites, they're seeking arrangements, a sugar daddy, whatever, like, it's the only way to meet people like, and then he told me all of these girls that I knew are on it, blah, 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 he kind of outed them. Then I'm asking like, okay, are they on it? You know what I mean? And he's showing me you know, what his what his criteria is. Um, But Later on in the conversation he said to me, like, obviously, like the girls, the more um what did he say? He didn't say upper echelon, but something of that, you know, the girls with more quality, something of that along those lines. Um, obviously they're they're, you know, they're gonna hold out a little bit longer for sex. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, huh. Hmm.
0: Huh. It's true. <laughs> That's a really Tough one. If you I'll... want to
1: get to know somebody first before all the chemicals come into it, I would say. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I like... agree with you. It's interesting. Um, on season two, I interviewed a, um, a matchmaker. And that was one of the most controversial episodes I ever did because she came on the show and she literally used this phrase. She said, oh, you got to hold on to the goods because if you give the goods away the guy's not going to be interested anymore. And I got hundreds and hundreds of messages from women out there and men that got super offended. Like, oh, this is so old fashioned. This is so cheesy. What do you mean give out the goods? You know, and then I had another guest who is one of my best friends and he's a guy and he was like, Oh, you know when women play the vagina card and keep the vagina hostage it's so stupid we're gonna go and bang somebody else so it's been like this big debate you know to give or not to give to play or not to play and obviously i still don't know the answer (laughs) to that question
1: true and i think that nothing worth having comes easily right not no pun intended (laughs) and um (laughs) (laughs) And um, I would say that, like, regardless, like, guys, guys are always playing a game, whether it's conscious or subconscious, they are always playing a game. We're not the ones that play the game. And, like... I think that if you sleep with a guy when you first meet him, that they think that's always what you do. No matter if you like him, you have the best connection ever. You feel like this is your soulmate, your twin flame, whatever. You sleep with them immediately. They're like, okay, she a hoe, you know? She gonna sleep with anybody? She meets immediately. Oh, really? And that yeah. is like in, when you say if immediately. Hard, in your
0: opinion, when you say ever. immediately, you say like on the first date or after two, three dates.
1: Um, uh, either one like too soon you know when it's too, too soon, soon you know what i mean i used to always say the only people allowed in my in my pants before uh five <laughs> dates are the asians at the spa that, wax me. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> unless for me i wax so it's like you know if she shaves for you you can bone her but if she waxes for you marry her you know
0: i wax so I, I wax for me i know yeah, no, i wax for me because it makes me feel really good about it but yeah it doesn't mean i'm gonna bang every guy that i meet but i have been guilty in the past of having sex like on the second date or third date because in my eyes if i meet somebody and i go on a date with a guy two three dates i want to know if we have chemistry Because if you don't have chemistry in bed, I I honestly don't want to keep going on and on and on on freaking dates with somebody if I don't have chemistry with them. So to me, this is like key, 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 you know? Look, we're going to take a super quick break, a minute and a half for a word of our sponsors. I can't believe half an hour already went by. And we'll be back for the second half of the fourth season of Cat on the Loose plus Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so if you guys are listening on my Instagram, send any questions, chime in. This is a 100% organic podcast for everybody about sex, dating, relations. I don't think we're ever going to have firm answers about anything. <laughs> we're never going to know because it's not like a, a perfect formula. But at least we talk about it, try to figure it out. We'll be right back. Dylan, stick around. Okay. Okie dokie, we're back, this beautiful Tuesday here in LA. First episode, season four, Cat on the Loose, 100% organic, non-edited sex, dating and relationships. And I am here with my gorgeous co-host, sidekick Dylan from Miami. Hi Dills.
1: Hey kitty cat. I miss you. I you too. The
0: only good thing about having bi-coastal people is that you can give me your perspective about Miami and vice versa. You were here in LA for a month, so now you can see the differences. And and a lot of people have been asking me that uh, if it's easier to date here, if it's easier to date in Miami. We were saying that on the first half, I think LA is a million times more real than Miami. And I know a lot of people call me crazy because they think this is la-la crazy land. But I actually think here men in general mean what they say they want to get to know you they want to date you and i think in miami it's more like las vegas they just want to bang you and you kind of agreed with me right definitely
1: definitely i agree with you and also like here in miami like let's just put it this way i don't know about you Cat. like would you, do you raise a family in miami like no i i wouldn't yeah
0: well honestly i gave you look at my situation i moved back to la and nothing against Miami, but I honestly got super tired of the, the dating scene there. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. It it was one player after the other. And I was just like, you know, and all these girls desperate for a meal and champagne and this. it is. To me, it's like a party town. I think it's amazing for a weekend. Um, it's great if it's our Basel, Miami bocho, blah, blah, blah. But I agree with you. If you want a relationship... Honestly, I don't think it's the the easiest, best place to be, but then again, it's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, same. Like, I would never raise a family here, and like, guys from Miami are a testament to that, you know? They're all (laughs) local. Local.
0: Yeah, so then we went back to this a uh, subject that I always talk about on my podcast and we never come to a conclusion. I've had a lot of guests here in the past, including a matchmaker, by the way, you and I are going to interview another matchmaker on Tuesday 10 and she's been in the business for 30 years. And I'm excited to ask her perspective on the world of dating because the first matchmaker that I had here on season two, she said this thing about withholding sex period. If you date someone In her opinion, you should withhold sex for three freaking months, five months, whatever. I would never do that. To me, that's a crazy waste of time. When I meet someone, if I really like that person, because I don't like having sex just for having sex. I've been there, done that. I need to have like a mental connection. But in my mind, if I have that mental connection, if I kiss the guy and I like the kiss, I want to have sex. I want to know if we have a great chemistry in bed. But you seem to think that it's better to make the guy wait, right?
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh... (laughs) Well, I was actually just thinking about something in Miami. Uh, I overheard this guy on the South Point, right? And he's yeah. on the phone with what I imagine was a matchmaker or something of that nature or somebody that wanted to set him up with somebody. And he's like, I don't want her to be younger than 25 because then she'll be too needy or older than 35 because then she'll be too independent. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm so, so he has funny. like the specific... You know,
0: he's <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. So he wants like the specific idea of a woman of a certain age, which I think it's so silly because people are like, again, I don't think it has anything to do with age. But what the hell do I know about dating in Miami? But in your case, when you're dating a guy like you're dating a guy in L.A. or in general, you just don't think it's a good idea to do what I do and just go for it and bang the guy
1: yeah i mean it kind of almost goes back to like the olden age right like my mom's family's very religious and she has six sisters and they were all virgins when they got married wow (laughs) (laughs) and she told me that from when i was like a preteen i think and she's like you wouldn't buy a pair of shoes without trying it on first would you
0: exactly
1: I think at some point, yes, but you want to know the person before, like, what if the sex is great and you just like them for the sex? And then later on, you find out they're a shitty person that doesn't get the door for you or order both waters. that you No, want, no. You know? Yeah.
0: You got to you kind of like you said. Yeah. To me, I have to go at least on a few dates. Absolutely. And you got to find out the basics. Yeah. Do we have things in common? Like I said, I need a connection. I need a mental connection. Then I think the kiss says it all. To me, if the kiss sucks, one hundred percent sure everything else is gonna suck. Don't even move forward. Is do you have some some rule like that, or you don't think it has anything to do with it?
1: Uh yeah, I think that's extremely accurate, actually. And ah, uh, I always feel like guys try to like kiss me like before it's the time, you know. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like let me come to you. Yeah, you know, I, I know. always try, but they always like try and force it, and it's almost like what always comes to my head I don't know if you if you feel this way too but I always feel like there's like this tribe of guys right and they all like have a group chat and they all talk and they're like oh did you bang her yet did you kiss her yet you know what I mean like <laughs> did she sit on your face yet and, I'm like, and then if not if they're honest with their friends and they're like oh my god ew like you're you're slacking bro like what are you doing but I think dinner, like you, you can buy your own dinner. I can buy my own dinner. I don't need a meal ticket. Exactly. I, it's a gesture.
0: Yes. It's, gesture. it's the That's gesture. It yes. And a lot of girls, I get a lot of flack for that because I always say that I like the old fashioned guy and it doesn't have to be an expensive dinner. I'll give you an example. Um, I went on a date with this guy, I think it was our third or fourth date, and he bought a pizza pizza. And a bottle of wine, and we went and had a picnic on the beach. And I mean, that doesn't cost a fortune. It wasn't a fancy restaurant or anything. And it was one of the nicest dates I ever had. So I don't think you have to spend 300, 500, whatever the hell. It's not, it's like you said, it's the planning and how he's going to think about it and make it romantic. To me, that's what matters the most.
1: Exactly. I agree entirely. It's not about money at all.
0: Yeah it's no well to some gesture. girls it is but not in our case yeah okay now
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna say I, you're I gonna say that. something I,
1: I, my friend told me about how he had this this dinner in Miami and invited all of these girls whatever all of these people right mm-hmm. and he ordered appetizers for the table. And then these two girls at the end, they just ordered caviar. They each ordered caviar for themselves, even though we adore. And it's like, you know, a little too transparent.
0: That's freaking rude. But look, that is a problem that happens in Miami all the freaking time. I have guy friends in Miami that tell me that all the time. I take these girls to dinner and they start doing selfies around the restaurant. They really just care about the place, about the food, about the champagne. They don't care about me, unfortunately. There is this culture in Miami of being in these places for the wrong reason, not for the guy. That's why I said to me, Miami just became like a mini Las Vegas. Most people go to Miami just to party.
1: Yeah, yeah. To be seen, to go Mm to this place, whatever. What's the new place in the beach? Carbone, right? Everybody's going to Carbone, hosting it. I've been to Carbone. No shade. But... It looks better in the pictures. No, it's, okay go go it's okay to go so, to Carbon. It's
0: okay to go wherever you want. What is not okay is to use somebody to go to a place. That's what I think.
1: Exactly.
0: I don't think exactly. guys deserve to be used, and I don't think girls deserve to be used. I don't think you should take a girl out to dinner thinking that you're going to get on her pants after dinner if she doesn't want to. I think her entirely. There's
1: like a lot of usury in Miami. And recently, as a two-suit recently, <laughs> uh, I met this guy uh, in Miami. I was just going to whatever, going to Walgreens, and um, I met. he was so handsome. And I, saw, I met eyes with him, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's so handsome. And so what would you do, Kat? Like, would you talk to him? Like, I don't know. If you see a hot guy and you see he's like alone, oh, he's parking his car.
0: I smile. Like, I try to be friendly, but I think... The guy should come say something to me. But if he says hi, I'm like, yeah, I'll say hello. I mean, I, I'm, I'm friendly. Let's put it that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I agree. And But me, like when I'm walking, I just, ah, there's so much usury in Miami. You're absolutely right. And there's so <laughs> many weird predators just looking for me. So I put on my AirPods, predators. On my hat, you know would not even recognize me. I go undercover. It's a Yeah, I know.
0: I, again, like I said, I honestly think LA is a little more uh user friendly. <laughs> I think when you're walking around, uh people just yeah, maybe they they just think you're cute or maybe they just want to be your friend or they, they they don't have this fuck mode on like oh my God, I gotta fuck this bitch tonight like they do in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> the people in Miami are going to kill me. They're going to be like, oh, I not, no tr- I'm not trashing Miami. I'm just comparing because I moved back to LA and you were here in LA for a month. We're just kind of like trading notes about how dating is in one place and how dating is here. I just, we I think we agree that here people are a little more mature in terms, in terms of taking their time. And in Miami, it's more like an immediate type of a situation. I think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, instant gratification. Here today, gone tomorrow. Right?
0: Exactly. I feel like people
1: come to cheat on their wives here.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, be careful. Yeah, I think when you meet somebody, and I don't want
1: to be involved with that at all. I do not condone that. I do not support that at all. Oh my God, me neither. What your problems are is not okay.
0: I believe in karma so much. Seriously, I don't want to be in any kind of situation that, you know, I'm in the middle of, I don't care if the marriage is bad, if they're breaking up, blah, blah, blah. I really don't want that karma for me. I don't want anybody's man. Plus, I would never respect that guy. Because I think if you're like cheating on your wife and you're lying and you're doing all that, you should be man enough, you know, and one relationship before you start another. I kind of need to respect my man, you know, and I don't think I would ever respect a cheater, a liar, mostly because of the lie. I just don't like the lie part about it.
1: I don't like the live body either. And like, once a cheater,
0: always a cheater, right? For sure. Yeah. What they say.
1: So yeah. they're going to cheat on you too. Yeah,
0: I think so. And yeah. I really... And admo- it's dirty, you know? Yeah.
1: you don't know about that. Exactly.
0: You can, you know? Ew. Yeah. The whole thing about having sex with the two without one... Ew. No, it's too gross. And I, honestly, I think it takes such a strong man to have the balls to end a marriage and a relationship if they're not happy as opposed to cheating and living a double life because let's it's not easy to f- break up a relationship I don't think it's easy for anybody so I think it's so much uh, I mean I would respect a person that does that so much more than I, I would respect a person who is doing behind the other one's back
1: I agree definitely
0: so now but anybody we yeah. can
1: respect more than somebody that cheats behind their wife's back, right? For sure. Well, probably while she's at home with the kids or wearing oh, shirts or doing some shit for him, probably. That's that's a real problem. I know that's is just... that she's doing shit for him yeah. and she's probably hotter. <laughs> she could probably go and get it if she wanted to. I know. You know she probably gets hit on him in the morning Starbucks run. Yeah. And she's a classy lady, you know. This yeah, is, seriously.
0: Uh, I don't want that karma in my life. Now, going back to what we were talking about on the first half. Uh, We were talking about uh, waiting, withholding sex or not withholding sex, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about me because I want your opinion as my friend. I am known for not waiting three months, six months, whatever. But let's say once you go to bed, it doesn't matter if it's on the second date, third date, whatever it is, you go to bed with the guy. Uh, I've asked that in the past. Do, should you be 100% yourself, go all out, show the guy everything you like, everything you don't like, show all your moves? Or should you kind of like the same thing as dating, thread lightly, take your time, getting to find out what the other person likes in bed?
1: That's so interesting you <laughs> asked that because I actually read a self-help book about this. And it says, <laughs> slow it down
0: slow it down don't
1: don't don't pull out all the rodeo tricks all yeah. the <laughs> gymnastics tricks in the first go you know keep it slow and it also says once you're vertical with somebody right horizontal once you're horizontal
0: with somebody, <laughs> the horizontal mambo <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes once you're horizontal with somebody if you're on the couch laying down if you're cuddling in the bed all like, that sometimes i just want to cuddle without all the other stuff right <laughs> um but that is like it's like a gateway drug right it's hard to be like oh i'm not ready once you're in that position it's yeah like, once you're in that position you kind of have to you're well you're not you don't have to do anything but it's expected it's a mutual expectation yeah so i would say in my self-help book i said, you know do not do not give them the yeah the Vegas show all the whatever. moves <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, book was that later you know yeah and then, it, and then it looks like you're learning you're yeah. a learning machine you know yeah. i'm reading i'm learning new tricks well which all for you babe
0: do you want to share which book this is <laughs> you're like a walking you're a walking library <laughs> no you have like a book for yeah, everything I, I love it i'm gonna put like dylan's must read book list on our instagram <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is one of my tops. I recommend it to all my friends.
0: You can't—it's hard to find hobbies on Amazon right now. It's called "Why Men Love Bitches." Oh yeah, you told me you're gonna "Why Men Love Bitches," uh, I, and I'm not sure yeah, if that's a true. For you, actually, yeah, yeah, you told me that, and I—I I can't wait to read it because I'm like, do men really love bitches? Because I don't know. Do you think I'm, i am i am not a bitch, and I cannot be a bitch, so maybe that's why I—I I have trouble in well,
1: relationships. <laughs> That's how it starts is defining the term of bitch, right? And a bitch is not what you think. There's a nice girl and there's a bitch. And the nice girl is like, oh, sure. He wants to have sex with me and I'm such a wasp. I don't want to offend him or hurt (laughs) his feelings or have bad manners. So I'll have sex with him, you know, or they're weak or they will, whatever. The bitch is like, yo, I have my own job. I have my own career. I have my own timeline. Prove that you're worth my time. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. No, on that sense. One million percent, yeah. I think, and I've said that before, and I repeat it every single time, there is a huge difference between wanting a relationship, wanting sex, wanting someone, and needing a relationship. I think that's the key word. You should want to be with someone to complement your life, your projects. That You should not be needy, like, I need a guy Because I think men capture that too, I don't know.
1: Definitely. And in the book it says like, when you have a one night stand with somebody, whatever, like you both know that you're doing something that's not honest, right? No matter how much you like, love him, whatever, like you know you're not gonna meet his mom and he's gonna say, oh yeah, we met in a bar and then we went home and you know, here we are. It's true. You know, you wanna wanna meet his mom one day maybe, or maybe not, actually probably not, definitely not. I always say the perfect guy has a, (laughs) a mother that's no longer with us oh
0: my god that's a very controversial pressure
1: <laughs> so though right i think so she's not around and plus the whole wedding the whole dog and pony show is for her you know she's like front row like
0: yeah i'm um, very like I, I, yeah there. i'm very iffy about the, the wedding there. yeah i'm not sure i need that I dated my husband for six years before he convinced me to marry him because I wasn't too big on the paperwork. To me, loyalty and commitment is something completely different to to the paperwork. And, yeah, there are a lot of people that I think if both parties, all they want is a nightstand, fine, go for it. The problem is if one does and the other one doesn't. So getting back to the moves in bed, the book says – Yeah, thread lightly. Don't don't become a Las Vegas showgirl the first night you're banging the guy. Uh, Present yourself slowly. When I posed that question on a past episode on season three, of course, most men said, hey, just be yourself. Show me all your moves, bitch. I want to see what you can do in bed. (laughs) They disagree completely. (laughs) But on the other hand, yeah, if you do something too crazy, you might scare the guy away
1: exactly the the main point about all of this is that like you don't want it to think you're a hoe right i'm a right. scorpio as soon as i tell people that they think i'm a hoe you know <laughs> <laughs> and like
0: oh yeah is I that like right
1: with like the right person right but like i think uh I- I think women are mysterious, right? You're French, you know this. You know the French mystique, right? If they look at your nails, they want to make sure your nails are looking good. They look at your hair, how you're taking care of yourself. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but we call them foot-starers in high school. There are a bunch of guys that would just stare at your feet. Really? Like to the point where it was noticeable. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That is too funny. No, but I don't think anybody ever stared at my feet. I don't know.
1: And I told one of my friends about it. And I'm like, listen, this guy stares at my feet. I don't, I don't want to say anything, but I have to. And she's like, oh yeah, he's a foot starer. You know who else is a foot starer?
0: <laughs> I yeah. One time I met a guy, and he he was actually just a friend. I wasn't banging him or anything. He was obsessed with feet. He had this major foot fetish. But that's a whole other, uh, that's a harder episode. Yeah, we can do a podcast
1: um, about yeah fetishes.
0: I know we from. we need to do a whole episode about fetishes. But let me ask you a question, speaking of cultural differences. Yes, I'm half French, half Brazilian, you're American. In general, my opinion, my entire life was, Americans are a lot more uptight when it comes to sex. Because Brazilians are 100% comfortable with their sexuality. To them, sex is like totally normal, and so are French. They're like super upfront about it they're comfortable with what they want they do whatever the hell they want in bed and i at least it's my experience not just from the the few americans that i dated but i i have american girlfriends too and i think they're very uptight when it comes to sex and feeling comfortable with their bodies telling their partner what their partners what they want in bed and i'm wondering i've always wondered that if it's a cultural thing that maybe Americans grow up a little more, you know, you don't talk about that in school. I don't know exactly what it is, but I just don't feel they're as comfortable expressing what they want as maybe other cultures. Would you kind of agree or not at all? I know you, you said you're a Scorpio and maybe Scorpios are an exception. <laughs> <laughs> to every rule but do you think it makes sense what i'm saying or there's no merit to it at all what do you think
1: sorry you i i believe uh i believe that you're right actually i mean i haven't um uh ever been with a woman <laughs> so i don't know how they are but i would say that i was guys, gonna ask you if you um, ever
0: did a threesome but i'm not gonna ask that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no way! Like, uh, like, cause honestly, I'm like sort of, I'm super prude, honestly, a little bit. I'm super like prude until I'm not at all. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I like to, uh I like to hide that part of myself because uh-huh. it's a big part of myself. <laughs> um, and so for me, a no. <laughs> But I think that for other people, yeah, definitely. I think uh, people don't ask what they want. I have a friend of mine who shall remain nameless if we get out her as a guest. But she told me that she's never had an orgasm from sex.
0: Seriously? And I found that How old is the she? Most,
1: one of the most disturbing things I've ever heard in my life. Um, Because, ouch, right? What are you doing it for? How sex?
0: old is she?
1: Uh, She's uh 20. Now she's 25.
0: Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Is she in a relationship or something? Because what I would think, if you're not having an orgasm, maybe you should talk to your partner about it. You know, instead of lying that you are, she's probably lying to the guy. I think, you know, it's so important to have this conversation. And maybe, like you said, some women are just so uptight, they're embarrassed or they don't feel good about it. I think it's so important to have, that's what I talk about, a connection. Sex becomes so much more delicious sex becomes so much more intimate and amazing if you have the balls no pun intended or the vagina to tell your partner what you want and what you like and what makes you happy and what makes you excited right so like your friend if you're not having an orgasm and you keep your mouth shut and you're probably leaving bed frustrated every time
1: well, that's what I said. I'm like, well, what do you do? And she's like, well, you know, I I finish myself off later with like a vibrator.
0: Yeah, well, I wouldn't, so like, why would not so that? This is the idea <laughs> so you should are you
1: give. Why in the act at all? You're just wasting time. But or that's very sacrificial, I guess.
0: I, well, but you know what? Maybe that's an idea that you could give her. Say, hey, bring the vibrator into bed with your guy. Like, say, look, I'm
1: like, just take the vibrator, put it on your clit. And you're groovy, you know, not too much to ruin the sensitivity. Yeah.
0: I have asked a lot of guys that before, actually, I wanted to know. And I asked on a previous episode, would you guys get offended if your girl brings a vibrator in bed? And most of them are like, no way, no way. If it helps to please her. Most men are game.
1: I feel like they need to do it, though. They kind of need to bring it. I like guys that come complete
0: with a vibrator, right? The real (laughs) Kendall. You want the guy to come complete with his bag of tricks. Well, most men are not comfortable (laughs) doing that, by the way. As interesting as it is. They're not comfortable? They're not comfortable bringing the toys. I'm telling, and I learned that by doing the podcast, the girls are comfortable. The girls have the toys. But most guys are not comfortable saying, hey, I'm going to, Yeah, I think for them, it has to come from the woman. At least most guys that I've talked to. (laughs) But yeah,
1: that's a
0: good, that's a good advice for your friend. I really hope she does that.
1: I know, I know. I need to follow up (laughs) because I was really concerned I wanted to help her, but she's like, yeah, she was already over it. You know what I mean? So she's very uncomfortable with it. Um, But I was just thinking Mm -hmm. about my ex, and he was moving and he had this box of sex toys <laughs> and,
0: and you he never had saw it box you... of
1: sex toys he wanted to bring to his new place but and i'm like but no. you never
0: saw it until you moved
1: we, we did not use them together i've never seen it i think i had seen it you know what i mean because i'm <laughs> mean but like <laughs> i wasn't supposed to see it right and he like wanted to take them with him, and they're like from his ex-girlfriend yeah, like, no, you're not taking these with you. First of all, ew, it's like a hygiene issue, he's like, no, I've cleaned them. And of course ew. you have like the cleaning thing and like all of the different blues
0: I'm like Listen, that just crossed the line between sexy and exciting to one hundred percent disgusting and creepy. Don't you think so?
1: Yes, Don't... definitely. I'm like, are you
0: <laughs> that's a one million, million percent really of
1: sex right now?
0: Listen, that's one hundred percent a no, no. You don't want to take your your bag of sex toys from one girlfriend to another, toss them in the trash, and then you start all over again. <laughs> that is and true I remember for I went... <laughs> Dylan, you have this a collection is the strong of... <laughs> woman thing I did. I made
1: him throw him away in the dumpster and I want good
0: for you. Oh my God <laughs> he was like crying a little bit. He
1: was a little bit emotional and his, like uncle was there. I'll stop and he was it. like even the box too. you want me to throw away the box too? And I'm like,. Oh. <laughs> Guillermo, you need an extra toolbox?
0: <laughs> Please tell me you threw away the boyfriend after this incident because that's just too freaking yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it was, nice that he,
1: I, it was nice that he capitulated, right? But it's like a given. Like, you know, he's like, oh, these are so expensive. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> going in the trash. I don't oh want to know what kind of pro you are.
0: On that note, <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this season is going to be hot and heavy. and i am so excited you're here and i'm gonna tell i see how the the hour goes by so fast i mean we have so many more things we want to talk about but guys um dm us anytime on real cat on the loose if you have any questions any comments any subjects that you want to talk about with me and dylan she will be back for sure and uh, so we can plan the next episodes because I always say that we are not experts at all. On the contrary, (laughs) we are just girls navigating. (laughs) (laughs) We are girls navigating the world of sex, dating and relationships. So all we can do is bring our experiences and give our opinion, interview experts and non-experts and pass it on to you. And then we all try to figure it out together. So please shoot us messages opinions whatever you want to talk about and it's going to be amazing to have Dylan here this season I am so excited and hopefully you'll be back here in LA very soon so we can do it together and hopefully I'll be in Miami to do it with you and uh, Friday we are interviewing Tammy she's worked for an elite matchmaking service here in LA for 30 freaking years so if anybody knows about matchmaking it's her I am actually gonna ask her if she wants to give it a go and try to match us just so we can show our listeners yeah. the process. The matchmaker was,
1: was she two weeks ago. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> right? I uh the the matchmaker interviewed on season two. I said, So do you wanna try to match me just because I wanna show people the reality, like step by step. And she was like, uh, honestly. I'm afraid of of trying to match you because what if I don't match you you're going to tell everybody that I didn't match. You. <laughs> so I, I don't know if she thought I was unmatchable or if she was afraid that I wasn't going to like the dude and tell people that she did a bad job so she was too scared so whatever. Next. <laughs>
1: Typical Miami. I'm sure
0: it'll be better on the West Coast. Yeah, we'll see. I'm super excited to talk to her. So guys, have a great week. This was Cat on the Loose plus Dylan plus Carlito. And (laughs) we'll be back here for another episode on Friday. Thanks,
1: Dylan.
0: Oh, he's so cute. If you guys don't know her face and if you don't know Carlito, they are gorgeous and so freaking adorable. And I'm going to put her Insta. On my Insta, but I'm going to say it here. It's Billion Dylan and Cartel Carlito with a K. (laughs) He's the cutest freaking dog in the world.
1: Now he hears your voice. Now he's responding. Hi, Carlito. I miss you. I miss you.
0: (laughs) Guys, have a great week. And whether you have sex or not, please be safe out there. Because there are a lot of crazies. I think that's the number one thing.
1: Safety. Safety, safety, safety. Safety. Love you.